Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Marcus, and I was born and raised in Singapore. My grandparents migrated from southern China to Singapore in the, 19, in the early 1930s. My earliest memories was that I lived in a small two-bedroom apartment with six other family members. In the 70s, my grandfather, my aunt, and I slept on the floor in the living room. Grandma was a tough woman. She slept in the kitchen floor on, on a bare concrete floor uh, without any mattress. So she slept next to a sink, and so the area was always seemed wet and damp. My dad and my uncle had the bedrooms. Perhaps, perhaps sons were very much favored then. My sister had to live with, live with someone else because it was uh, very overcrowded. So my grandma was the main caregiver. She was illiterate, and we communicated in a Chinese dialect, so I didn't grow up speak, uh, knowing English and speaking English. So one time in class, I thought the teacher used me as a negative example, as someone who couldn't speak English in order to encourage my classmates to learn how to speak English. I felt really bad and lousy for quite a while. Um, my mom was a Malaysian, and she had to take three buses each way to another country in Malaysia to work. She couldn't spend a lot of time with me and um, because of a long commute and irregular day and night shift hours she was working. But I knew she loved me dearly, and she had a profound influence on me. My dad was an uninvolved dad, although he tried to make up for it in the later part of his life. Um, the name of Christ was never mentioned in my home. Uh, my family held a combination of Taoist and superstitious beliefs. My, my grandparents would offer burnt incense to a heaven god tablet hung on the wall outside the apartment and also to an earth god tablet placed in an upright wooden box uh, in the dining room, on the dining room floor. Okay. Um, childhood was simple. I went to school in the morning, played soccer at recess, ate dinner in front of the, in front of the TV watching cartoons. My favorite was Super Friends. In the 70s, and I, I did learn some English from there. Cartoons, yeah. My kids had heard me saying that I never had a soccer ball before. Uh, because we played with a cheap plastic ball. I wouldn't say that we were terribly poor because I did not suffer from hunger, but I was a poor and sickly child. Thus, um, I would often come down with high fever and running nose and had to miss school um, many times. Thus, my childhood years was mostly miserable. And out of desperation, my mom got a yellow talisman from a temple burnt it and had me drink uh, the ashes uh, in water in order to heal me. So when my mom had her own apartment, she bought an altar furniture and placed on it an idol of a god with a thousand hands. Not sure whether you have seen those before. I was quite skeptical, but I, I did have some fear of the unknown spiritual world around me. And... I always wonder if dark spirits could cross into our world 
and, and I might meet them. <laughs> so mom was always pessimistic and lamenting. She did not have a happy marriage and miss her parents and sisters in Malaysia. She was upset that grandma often mocked her. Uh, one day, she came back from, from the temple with new names for my sister and I, presumably to, in a hope that she can change our fortune and destiny. So later, my mom discovered she had a liver abnormality. I recall seeing her sobbing in a bus on our way home. That moment had a great impact on me. Suddenly, the world seemed really gloomy. There, were, there would always be a dark cloud of sadness over me. I started asking questions about life. Why can't mom be happy? I was envious of other families who were happy and who were well off. In a Buddhism class, I learned, I learned that suffering exists in life, and the only way to escape suffering is to break out of the cycle of rebirth by achieving nirvana. This did not offer any comfort to me. It was already obvious to me that suffering exists. I wanted answers right then, and there was no, and there seemed no hope in life. So I shuddered to think of what life would be like in front of me. My mom wanted to, me to make it to one of the Catholic middle school, but my grades were not good enough, so that kind of disappointed her. Ironically, by God's grace, it was in a public school, not, my, not our first choice, that I first heard the gospel from a, classmate, from a classmate, and I started attending youth group and a Protestant church. I, I don't remember the exact, exact time I was saved, but it was a gradual process. I was struck by the simplicity of the gospel, if God is a God of love, surely he would make the way of salvation plain for us. Repent and believe on the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. Um, I was utterly helpless and incapable to save myself. And I had all my answers, all my questions answered. Um, I knew the world was broken because of sin and Jesus had overcome the world for us. My grandparents and mom's religion had been troubling and confusing for me. It brought me no peace and joy. I did not have a personal relationship with any of the gods. I felt an unexplainable change in me. Second Corinthians 5.17 says that if any man is in, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. My dad thought it was ridiculous for me to dabble with Christianity. I should focus on my studies. So I resolved to study harder to get good grades to assure my parents that spending time in church would, uh, would not affect my studies. And thank God I did get some good grades to show my mom, although I didn't top the class or anything like that. Um, so I eagerly shared the gospel with my mom and pleaded her to come to Christ. Eventually, she got really annoyed and asked me why I was so persistent. I told, she was touched when I told her that I felt burdened for her. And miraculously, by God's grace, she went to a Louis Palau mission on her own in 1986. Uh, my sister said she was very touched by what she heard and saw, and she accepted Christ and started attending a church in our town. The idol in our home was removed, and mom brought sister along to church. My sis was baptized at 12 years old. Praise the Lord. 
Um, then a great testing of our faith came when, when I was in high school. Mom was diagnosed with cancer, and I was devastated that I would be losing the one who was dearest to me. Our relatives might have thought that this was a curse brought upon her. I mean, she had brought upon herself because she had the idol removed and destroyed. Um, spiritually, I was very discouraged and downcast. During that time, I felt a lot of pressure to qualify for a local university in Singapore as my parents could never have afforded to send me overseas. Attendance in my youth group was dwindling and eventually it got disbanded. So I spent weekends with non-Christian friends. They were good friends, but somehow I couldn't connect with them at a deeper level. So mom managed to pull through the long, painful process of surgery, chemotherapy, and uh, she, re she recovered and went back to work, even though I told her not to overwork herself again. And by God's grace, I had qualified for a place in the university and, and completed two and a half years of uh, military service. Both mom and I continued to attend church. Mom grew spiritually and mentioned that she had forgiven grandma for her unkind words. I joined another youth group, youth group um, although irregularly at first. God provided godly leaders who taught us practical ways and challenged us to live out biblical truths and not just be mediocre Christians. I started to rebuild my Christian, my spiritual life slowly after wandering in the wilderness. My mom's cancer recurred five years later. We had to go through the same painful process again, hospital trips, waiting for doctor reports, um, surgery and chemotherapy. We, although we still felt dejected and often wanted answers from God, my mom and I had grown in our faith and were able to cope with it better this time. Um, the Lord took her home when I was in college. I wish I could repay her kindness, her love and her sacrifices, and I wish she could see my graduation. However, I'm comforted that she has something, she has the invaluable gift of eternal life, and she's in a far better place, safe in the hands of Jesus. When I started working, I went to another um, congregation as I wanted to have opportunities to serve senior members and go on mission trips. Um, life was not plain smooth sailing. Many times I felt frustrated at work and dis disappointed at how my career went. But thank God for the encouragement of, church in, of, church, of friends in the church. And I was humbled to see how they strive to honor God and to seek God by restructuring their lives to serve Christ in, and others. Both my wife and I thought that that period was the most enjoyable time in our lives, fellowshipping and serving with like-minded Christians. Um, so one day it dawned upon me that I've been trying to do, um, busy myself in church and reaching out to others, but neglecting my own aged grandparents. Grandma was ill, and I scrambled to buy a gospel cassette tape, um, tape recording in her dialect, as I wasn't fluent enough to share the gospel with her in, in her dialect. Over a period, I played the tape a few times before she passed away. I regretted that I had not spent more time with her. And, and not wanting to miss more opportunities, I visited my grandfather regularly with Beatrice and a good friend. 
By then, he was living alone in the same apartment I grew up in. I cleaned him, cleaned him up, uh, brought him out for dinner and shared the gospel with him and brought him to church a few times. Friends from church also visited him during Chinese New Year. He later believed and was baptized. Praise the Lord. As for my dad, I hope to encourage him to commit his life to Christ. Um, I think he was baptized just to please my mom, who was seriously ill. Um, I used to feel very resentful against him for a number of reasons. Over the years, I've mellowed down as I realized that I had my own failures too. Um, why should I be so critical about him when, given the same circumstances, I might no, do no better? So God healed my relationship towards him, and when I visited him last year, I, I enjoyed the few times I had dinner with him. Dad doesn't think that Christianity is ridiculous anymore. He has seen how my sister and I still love him and provided for him, and he has seen and he had seen God's blessing in our lives. And when we are back visiting him, he will come to church with us. Um, as for my aunt, I hope she will come to Christ too. We had the opportunity to go to my cousin's house to pray for her son at her request. I will not go into the details, but I pray that one day God will work in my cousin's family just as he had done for mine. So I want to thank God for his goodness and grace in reaching out to our insignificant family over the years, my parents, my grandparents, my sister and I. God never gave up on me when I was weak and when I strayed from him. And let me end with a few um, quotes from the Bible to encourage all of us. Um, is that we, um, I want to encourage everyone to remember our Creator in the years of our youth, Ecclesiastes 12.1, to redeem the time because the days are evil, Ephesians 5.16, and to live our life to honor God because God said, for those who honor me, I will honor. That's 1 Samuel 2.30. Um, Finally, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Psalm 37.23. Thank you very much.